Yesterday's daf was Davav, today is Dav Zayin, and we'll do a review of yesterday's daf. Get to today's Rabbi Yochanan. We're starting at the bottom line on Daf Hamibayz. Rabbi Yochanan said that when I was a young child, uh, it was a question that it was raised to the elders, and uh, they. Uh, and uh, sounds like he had, and, and they felt that he was right. And basically, what he said was is that Hamas was actually uh, was actually Tveria. And the reason why it was called Hamas is because of Chami Tveria. Rakas. No, no, not related at all. Rakas is Tipori, and the reason why it's called Rakas because it's Riksa Dinara. It's on the. The, it's elevated, just like the side of the river is elevated, and Tsipori is an elevated area. That's, what, that's where that comes from. Kineres is referring to Kinosar, which is known for very, very sweet fruit. And uh, because the fruit is as sweet as the sweet sound of the harp. Interesting. Synesthesia. Yeah. Um, anyway. So the rabbi said, is there anyone who can say that Rakas is not Tiberia? And he brought down a few sort of proofs because uh, there was a fellow who died uh, in Bavel and uh, in Eretz Israel they gave a eulogy for him. And they said, what a great person who was um, from Bavel, from Sheshach, which is the Atbash of Bavel. And he established his name in Tiberia in Rakas. And that was Tveria. So they're calling Tveria by the name Rakas. And when the Aaron went to be buried, he, they took, even though he died in Bavel, they took him to be buried in Eretz Yisrael, and they gave a eulogy um, that the, uh, the, the lovers of the Sridim, the Am Sridi that's the nation of the, that were the survivors, that's, uh, <laughs> that's the title of the Jewish nation, um, the dwellers of Rakas, Go out and accept those uh, that died in the Omic, who were killed. I don't know. I guess he died. It wasn't a. Na- it doesn't sound like it was a natural death in the Omic in the Bavel. Anyway, when Rabbi Zera died, they also the uh, eulogizer said that, that he was raised in Eretz Shinar, which is Bavel. Uh, that's where he was conceived. That's where he was born. But he was raised in terms of grow grew up in Eretz Tzvi, which is Eretz Yisrael. And uh, woe to says Rakas to that they lost their beauty, their their precious vessel, which is so. Uh, bottom line is, um, everyone and there's people are all from from Tveria, So you see, Rakas is clearly Tveria. So, therefore, on that basis, Rav says that Chamos is actually a different place. It's Chamigoror. Rakas is Tveria, like we said. Uh, what Gerar? Why? Yeah, Gerard, yeah. Gadera? No. Yeah, but it's, it's up to I'm thinking of, uh, Oh, you think we're also their hot springs? That's Gadera. Yeah, I think it's called Gadera, but that's actually Gerard. It's Gerard. That's right. That's what it says. Anyway. Um, and uh, Rakas is Tveria and Canaris is Gnosar. So, what's the Pshat in the name Rakas? It's, uh, the answer is, is because. Um, even there are such righteous people there that even the empty people are Malaya Mitzvah's Karima. Rakas coming from the word rake. Uh, empty. Rabbi Yermia says Rakas is its true name. And it, Tiveria is the nickname. Okay, And it's called Tiveria because it's in the belly button of Eretz Yisrael. 
Rabbah says Rakas is its name, but it's called Tiveria. Why? Because it's Tiveria. Tova Ri'iyasa. It's, it's beautiful to look at. Uh, Zira talked about the next city called Katron. He says that's Sibori. It's called Sibori because it's on the top of a mountain, like a bird sits on high. Uh, so the Gemara says, how can you say that Kitron is Sipori? Because we know that Kitron is in the portion of Zavulun. As the Pasuk says in uh, Shoftim, that Zavulun never got rid of the people who lived in this town of Katron, even though that was in their land. And the Yoshvei Nahalo. And Zvulun always complained about his properties because Zvulun, the Pasuk says, in Shoftim, Zvulun Amcherif Nafsholamos. He was upset. Then, and the reason why was because Naftali was Amromi Sada, which basically means, well, it was saying to Hashem, it's like, I don't understand. To my brothers, you give them great fields and vineyards, and I'm, all I have is mountains. I mean, how do you plant on a mountain? It's not very practical. To my few brothers, you gave them land, and to me, I have seas and uh, rivers. What good is that? So, um, they, t- so they told him, don't worry, everyone's going to need you because of the Chalazon. And the Pasuk says that there's a lot of very precious things in uh, Zvolun's property. Sifune Timune Cho. And, um, and we said that Sifune uh, is the Chalazon, Timune is the, the special fish that's in there that they would catch, which is a valuable fish. Rashi says it's tunina. So I guess there's some tuna fish in there. Mm-hmm. Very special. What? Yeah. They're going to go on the yes. ship, right? That's one of their parnasas. And the glaziers, as we said, this special, the sand is a very special quality sand and um, that's on their land and that uh, produces a white glass, a very uh, high quality glass. And uh, so he says, but who's going to, you know, people can just come on my property and, and take it. How is that going to, you know... <coughs> Uh, what's the guarantee that I'm going to make Baranasa from it? So they said, it's a special blessing for you. It's a Sham Yizbuchuz of Chetzedek, which says it's a simon that uh, anyone who takes from you without paying will not be successful in their business. So they'll learn. <laughs> they want to be successful, you make sure that Zvolen gets their, gets their share, their rightful share. Now, maybe you'll say that Katron is Sipori. Mm-hmm. How could it be that he would complain? Sipori is a very fertile ground. Okay, um, so it was exceedingly great. Now maybe you'll say it doesn't have flowing milk and honey. That's not true. The Rishlagish says that I was there. The Zavas Chalav Udvash of Tzipori was six, uh, 16 mil by 16 mil. That's four parsons by four parsons. Now maybe you say that that's not as much as his brothers. Well, that's not true. The whole, all of Eretz Yisrael was a grand total of 22 parsa long by six parcel wide. It's long and skinny. Okay. Um, and um, um, and still, uh, so, so what, why was he complaining? It, it's a very fertile area. So the Gemara says, fertile is one thing, but it doesn't come to what he desired, which was sodos and kramim, fields and vineyards. That to him was the sign of, of plenty, whatever that he was lacking. Okay. And that's what it says, which was what they, what they uh, that's the connection, the field. Okay, anyway, that was the end of that story, so it's okay. Katron can still be Tzipori. Next is Sorba said the Pasuk says, which is um, 
I think it's the Syria, okay, whatever. So it sounds like, and that was the stronghold of the Greeks in, in the in times. Uh, but finally, the Chashmanon took over and took control of it, and uh, they changed the name to Achidas Migdal Shir. Rabbi Yosir B'chanina. By Herod, right. But uh, as in honor, you know, respect for. Okay, uh, Rabbi Yosef Bukhanina says, um, uh, Pasuk says that I will take the blood of his mouth, the disgusting thing between his teeth, and Nishar Gamhula Lukenu, which we're saying is that this is referring to the destruction of the various idols of Rome, uh, the base Bamya and uh, the base Galia, and the Nishar Gamhula Lukenu are these the shuls. The houses of, of 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 study that are in Edom that will be serving Hashem. That's what saying. Nishar Gamhula Lukenu. In other words, that there's going to be a lot of Torah in Rome. That's really what it's saying. Um, another pasuk says, what is that referring to? Um, the it'll be an Olaf Bihuda and an Ikron Kivusi. What is that saying? This is referring to the theaters and the circuses in Rome that will eventually um, be used by the officers of the Jews, the leaders of the Jewish people, to teach Torah publicly. Um, and that's the story. Okay? And we've seen mm-hmm. this actually fulfilled. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there was mm-hmm. like thousands of years when people thought that never happened. It's like, no way, something like that mm-hmm. happened. Couldn't imagine that there would be throngs of Jews filling up the stadiums to teach Torah. Right. right. This, uh, but it was actually fulfilled in our time. So there you go. It's nothing okay. new. Hundreds of people in the stadium did it two thousand years ago, right? So it's, it was they written down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right. But the point being is that is that, that <laughs> anyway. So that's the story. Um, I don't think it meant the kosher hot dogs in the baseball stadium. That's not what it meant. <laughs> okay. Okay. There are there, there are some Probably there are some the baseball stadiums like in Baltimore. They yeah. Actually, have Mecca or Mecca Mar depending mm-hmm. on the year. Right. We're definitely at Edom, though, right? This is Edom. What? Well, uh, yeah. We, uh, many people consider this. Uh, yeah. Uh, America yeah, is yeah. Edom. Not just Western Christians. Right. Uh, Correct. America. Yes. Now, um, Reb Yitzchak says that uh, Leshem is Pamayos, Ekron Takar is Kisari Bet Edom, which was the main city of, of, of the kings. Um, either the kings were raised there or they, were, they would choose the kings from, from there. We have, a, we have a rule that when it comes to Rome and, and Jerusalem, or the uh, capital Rome and, and Jerusalem, if Somebody would say that they're both destroyed. That's not believable. They're both settled and doing great. That's not believable. If one's destroyed, the other one's good. Or by, you know that 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 is believable. And that's pasuk in the Torah, pasuk in Yechezkel, Malachareva. In one's full, the other one's empty. Um brings another pasuk of Ulo Omil Okay, always going to be one on the top and one on the bottom. Rabbi Yitzchak says, when it says Yuchan Rasha Balamet Tzedek, it was a, a, a description of Yitzchak Avinu praying that uh, Tashem that Esav should be spared, should be given some something, and uh, Hashem said, uh, no, he's a Rasha, and he says, is there no way to find some, you know, can, nobody could be Malamit Tzchos on my on on Esav, 
And he said, no, he's going to destroy um, the base Amigdash. So he says, if that's the case, I don't want him. Okay. Uh, Rabbi Yitzhak says, uh, it says that there's a mama al which basically means make sure that the nose ring that holds it in, in place stays. Um, because otherwise, and this is what Yaakov Davin, don't give Ace of Russia his desire. This is referencing the Germamia of Edom, which is this particular part of Edom. If they would be able to go out and they will, they will, if they're um, determined to destroy the entire world. And, um, and basically, the, these uh, fiefdoms, uh, that there were 300 fiefdoms, and this Germania, and... Um, Germania Shagadom? Yeah, that's what it's called. It does sound like a, like a certain country that, uh, that you may have heard of, but uh, not saying for sure. How did they know about this at the time of the Germans. The German tribes. That's what German tribes back then. Yeah, there were lots of German tribes over there. They were fighting home. Huh? The German tribes were fighting Rome all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And they finally conquered it too. What's the nose ring? That's the idea of having something that's holding them in place. You know, that's the uh, that's the the visual, and that's what's exactly happening here. That they're like there's a balance of power where they're constantly fighting each other, and they're not able to fully unite. That's really what it's saying. Is that is that there's 365 dukes in Rome. That are fighting, and one of them gets killed. One of these uh, people from Germania get killed, and they uh, and they have to like set up a new king. So they're not able to quite unite. Once they unite, it would be a disaster. So that was the that was basically the idea. Um, another member from Rav Yitzchak. If a person says that I I toiled, but I didn't get the knowledge of Torah, that's not believable. I didn't toil, and I got the knowledge of Torah. Also not believable. I toiled and I got the knowledge of Torah. That is believable. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but that's only in Divrei Torah. In business, you can toil as hard as you want and you may or may not be successful. You cannot toil, you may be successful. It's Yatu in Shemaya. It comes from help of heaven. And uh, it, uh, you know, there's other factors that, that are, are not necessarily in your control. And even in Divrei Torah, that's only in terms of the sharpness of your knowledge of Torah. But the memory, that's also a blessing from heaven. Not everybody gets that. Okay. Rabbi Yitzhak says, if you see a Russia who's, who's having a, a, you know, things are, everything's going well for him, that's a sign not to start up with him. It's a pasuk, al-tischa b'mreim, a pasuk from Tehillim. And not only that, he'll be successful in all his ways. As the pasuk continues, he'll be able to even see his enemies suffer. And... Um, it's uh, that's the idea. Now the question with that is, is that Rabbi Yochanan says in the name of that you're allowed to start up with the Rishayim in this world, and that's the pasuk says Shomrei Tori is Garubam. Now, uh, and the Steiber Masan says that you're allowed to do that to Rishayim in this world, and don't say that the pasuk says Al Tischam Remreim. That's for that's for wimps, okay? From Nisha Libo Nokfo Merkin, he's saying people who ply this pasuk. All that means is don't start up with them to be like them. Um, that's all it's saying. Don't be like the Oseavla. You gotta be better than them. But uh, uh, don't, in other words, don't stoop to their level. But um, that, that. But so so it seems contradictory. So the Gemara says maybe it's a difference between mili dide and mili If it's just the, you know in his own things, 
So then don't start up. But if it's matters of heaven, meaning there's Torah at stake, so then you have to have no fear. Okay? Um, that's one answer. The alternate answer is that even in his things, it's um, only, um, not everybody's cut out for it. You have to be a tzaddik gomor, somebody who is a perfect tzaddik. Somebody who's a tzaddik shenu gomor, meaning he's only relatively better, but he's plenty, has plenty of room for improvement himself, then he's not uh, necessarily protected. And that's what it says, that sometimes a Russia can swallow a tzaddik mimenu, somebody who's a little more righteous than him. You know, that's not uh, necessarily um, righteous. Um, and the third answer, the third explanation is that maybe there's a difference whether, when things are really going well for him. So if he's on his rising star, you know, things are, everything goes well for him, that's a simon that you should not start up. And that applies to, that's a different answer. Next we saw Ulo talked about this Italy, uh, Viavon of Greece, which is a big city of Rome, and there's 300 by 300, 300 parsa by 300 parsa, there's 365 markets, as the one per year, you know, per day of the year. The smallest market was for Mokri Ophos, for selling birds, and it was 16 mil by 16 mil, which is huge. And the king will eat there every day in one of them, and somebody who lives there even is, is basically gets, uh, you know, gets, gets money just for living there, even if he wasn't born there. And somebody who was born there, even if, he, um, even if he's not living there, also gets something. So a uh, very uh, uh, rich country, um, three thousand bath houses, um, five hundred windows producing smoke outside the wall, which is I don't know, sounds like fact. Modern day sounds like factories or whatever. Anyway, um, one side's the ocean, one side's the mountains, uh, hills. The other side is the iron, iron. Uh, um, wall. Iron wall, iron barrier. That's the wall to, to Mexico. Okay, and the other side is beaches. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Next. Um, uh, next. Mishnah. So, if somebody laid the Megillah and Ba'ad Rishon, and then there was uh, the, then they added an extra month. So uh, you have to read it again in Adashani. The only difference between Adarishon and Adashani. Is Mikra Megillah and Matanos Levyonim. That's only in Adar Sheni. Now, it sounds like that the Seder Parshios, the if first. You, if you fast in, in the other olive, then you don't have to fast again at the base. Meaning in Tainus Esther. Yeah. You did Tainus Esther. I don't know. That's a good question. But that's what it does sound like that. It's saying, but. but this is only from Megillah and. Uh, Megillah Matanos Levyonim. You have to do over again. Let's just say about the Tainus. Yeah, listen, Tainus is, uh, a lot of people are, are uh, so picky. The, the very interesting thing is, is that, I don't know if you realize, but there was, Tainus Esther is not written anywhere in the Gemara. Nowhere. But we, Esther fasted three days. That's true. But you know, the, so we can please fast one day for that. Esther didn't learn Gemara. Three to one. I'm just saying, for some reason, Tainus Esther is not clear, it's not brought down in the, in the Gemara. It was some point after the Gemara, but it just says that... The thirteenth yeah, is a is a day of Kila Lakol. It doesn't say anything about um, uh, that was when they went out to war. But it doesn't. The Tainus Esther is not brought down. We did, if you look anywhere, there's nowhere that it speaks it out in the Gemara. So I don't well, know. What it was the so that's the lightest fast we have. What? 
It's the lightest. That's thing. why it's the lightest fast that we have. Exactly. If you don't feel yeah. well, if you're a little under the weather, so don't feel bad. If you don't actually, actually in, in like, like most of the ladies, they they did the tiny sester yeah. because they're nagiyas, whatever. And uh, in Hungary, in yeah. Tisha B'Av. In Hungary, they were marked on Tannis Esther. Yes, pink. Very interesting. For the, the woman, the woman. Because it's Esther. Yeah, huh? because it's among uh, the Nagiyas. The book of Esther in the Christian Bible. The what? The book of Esther. I've never read the Christian Bible, honestly, but I really can't tell you. But the Bible is the, is all it's all twenty four books of ours. Plus the Apocrypha is the Swarmachitzon. There are you know that uh, basically what we would have as Medrashim and stuff like that. There's a few stories that are brought in. There's a story about Daniel and a few various random short stories. Okay. Oh, the book of the Maccabees. Also, right. Right. So we have them right there. Sira's there, right. All right. So as far as Seder Parshios, it sounds like that... You could do it in all another Rishon. Say the Parshas refers to, you know, we have the Shkalim, Shabbat Shkalim, we have the link of Shkalim, Chodesh, Zachor, Para, and Chodesh. Those, the Arba Parshios, and that, it sounds like if you did it all in another Rishon, you're good to go. You don't need to worry about it. Um, so who's our Mishnah going like? You, mean, you don't have to say it again? Or right, you, you, do do not, not have, you do not have to say it. That's what it sounds like. Because we all said that, all we said is that it's only Megillah and, 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 and Matara Zevyonim. Otherwise not. The problem is, is that we have three Tanoim and it's not fitting in with any of the three Tanoim. Okay? You have Reb Lez, Reb Yossi, we have, Reb Shim, we have uh, Tanakama, Reb Lez, Reb Yossi, and Reb Shim Gamliel. Tanakama says if you lay Megillah at the Rishon and then we have a next a second Ador, so um, you gotta lay it in the second adar because everything that's in the first uh, first adar is good for everything. Um, the, you know you don't need to repeat it in the second adar except for Bikru Megillah. That's the only exception. Rabbi Lezer Rabbi says no need to lay it in the second adar because you did it already in the first, and either month is good. You got it already done, and it's finished. In the first mm. author. Once is enough. And uh, what, once is enough. And Reb Shem Gamliel, the name of Rabbi Yossi, says that no, you definitely have to lay in Adar Shani, and that's because everything that's in the second one, you can't do in the first. And therefore, so the problem is, the only thing is, is that on the Adar Rishon, you're not allowed to do eulogies, you're not allowed to fast mm-hmm. on Purim Katan. Uh, it's Asr in both. Now, the problem is, First of all, Rabbi Shem Gamliel and, and Tanakama seem to be the same. The, the difference is, is that Seder Parashios. Tanakama sounds like Seder Parashios can go to the first. And uh, still, and, um, and uh, Rabbi Shem Gamliel says, no, even that got to be pushed to the second month. What was your question? I'm saying, if they know there's going to be two, yeah. But if they don't know, there's going to be two. They do everything the yeah, first. Yeah, then they right, obviously. Yeah, the point is here they found out later, but the point being, does it count or doesn't it count? Uh-huh. Anyway, the difference, but okay, so, um, right, the Tanakhama says, Lechatrili should do it in the second one, but if he did it in the first, it still counts. The only thing that doesn't count in the first is Mikra Megillah. Um, but Rebbelez uh, Rebbelez says, that even Mikra Megillah, L'chatchila, can be done in the first. And Rosh Hashanah says that even the Seder Parashios doesn't work if you did it in the first. You've got to reread them in the second. Now, 
Our mission can't be the Tanakama because it only mentions Mikro Megillah. He only mentioned Mikro Megillah. He never said about Matanos of Yonah, which our mission talks about. So Reb Lezer of Yossi, Mikro Megillah is also Shver. And if it's Reb Shim Gamliel, did mention Seder Parshios that has to be done in the second. So the Gemara says it could be it's Tanakama. And when we say Mikro Megillah, it refers to also Matanos of Yonah because it's one, you know, they're always attached to each other because, the, as we said, a name shall our Nisuas, they look up to Mikro Megillah as the chance that they're going to get their money. So that's why um, it's attached. We only mentioned one, but it's both there. Um, or it could be going like Rishim Gamliel. And what it means is there's no difference between the 14th in Adoration and the 14th in Adoration, except Mikro Megillah Matanos. But as far as Hesper and Titus, they're the same. But say the precious, we're not talking about. We're not talking about the whole month. We're only talking about the actual laning day. Okay. The Parshas Galim, Parshas, we laying this right around Ador, okay? We before before Para, right? So it's Shkalim. The order is Para is is Shkalim, Zachar before Zachar, then comes Para, and then comes Parshas Achodesh before Nisan. So that has to be all in the second month according to Rabbi Shem Gamliel. Anyway. What do you do when you, someone passes away and you can't eulogize them in the first place? It happened to me. My, 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 father, my, my father was Nifter, and, and the, this funeral wasn't, was, it was in, on, on, on Purim Cotton. We couldn't give eulogies. We couldn't give eulogies. Right, but that's exactly. Second hour, you, you could. No, 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 no that's Purim. Uh, second hour is actually, actually Purim. That's Purim. Of course not. They're both oh, like that. Oh, no, no, no Purim. just one Purim, 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 Purim. Purim. Right. So if it's the fourteenth of no, but I'm saying, oh, well, I'm not sure what you're asking. When do you when let's say let's say there's a yard site, and Adar Rishon, yes. and then so when there's a, no only one month of Adar, so that's when the yard site is. When there's two mm-hmm. months of Adar, it's going to be Adar Rishon. And the question is, let's say, uh, but when is it? Let's say it was when it was no, when it was only one adar, and when the, which adar do I celebrate the, the, uh, the yard site? That's an interesting thing. That actually goes to Adar Rishon. Interestingly enough, it usually go right. It'll go to Adar Rishon, except for the first year where it's pushed to Adar. If the sec, if the you know for the year to fill the year, I think we do the first year, something like that. We do eleven months. Where we do eleven months. Right, right. What? Bar second right, right. Bar mitzvah is always pushed to the second adar, actually. Yeah. Bar mitzvah. But the second yeah. adar is the real adar. The first adar is it. That's it's a fake adar. It's not still a I real mean, adar. I'm adar. saying for yard site, I'm just telling you what the way it is. It's what it's an interesting question. But there are other yeah. times than form, it's fine to you know during the yeah. adar. Yes. Other, it's not like this. It's not the whole month. It's not the whole month. Right. Exactly. All right, Reb Chia Bar Avin said the name of Reb Yochanan. Psak Halach is like Reb Shem Gamliel in the name of Reb Yossi. That basically everything has to be pushed to Adar Sheni, and it all comes back to the same sukim. Um, do we look at the fact that every year Adar is always next to Shvat, or do we look at the fact that every year Adar is next to Nisan? So the Gemara says, look, it makes a lot of sense to say that. It should be the Adar next to Shvat, because that's your first Adar. And we have a rule, Eim Avir and Mitzvahs. But why would we push it to the second one? And we ended off with this idea of Mas Mechgula Legulas is a bigger idea, that we want to connect Purim to Pesach, which is also redemption. All right, we'll stop over here.